Hello, my name is Erica Shea and you are tuned into Slay where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action toward achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. Today, we are talking about desire as it is a powerful tool for manifestation and the driving force behind our actions and what motivates us to pursue our goals and aspirations. If you are someone who lacks motivation or wants to feel more fulfilled with a sense of purpose and direction, then this episode is for you. Let's get into it. In the book, Think and Grow Rich, Author Napoleon Hill states that desire is the factor that determines what we become and what we achieve in life. He emphasizes that desire is the starting point of all achievement, that it isn't enough to merely wish for something. One has to have a burning desire because weak desires bring on weak results, right? Just as a small amount of fire makes a small amount of heat. So if I were to ask you, what is it that you want in life? More than anything, what would you say? If you had to rate the intensity of that desire on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the strongest and 1 being the weakest, what would you rate it? Be honest. For example, do you desire adventure and exploration, a successful career, meaningful relationships, financial freedom? What single thing do you desire in life above all else? Does it feel attainable or does it feel like something that you're not quite sure is possible? How clear is this desire to you? Is it a general ideal that's a little vague or is it specific and concrete? You see, for the longest, I had no idea what I wanted. I just knew I didn't want to struggle and I didn't want to be sad and anxious and unable to do the things that I wanted to do. That's honestly been most of my life. I knew I didn't want to have a life like my parents. I knew I didn't want to be like my mom. I knew I didn't want, you know, someone to treat me like shit. I knew I didn't want to feel undervalued at work. But if you were to ask me what I wanted, I couldn't tell you specifically. It would have been honestly probably everything that I just listed because that was clear to me and that was what I focused on to make moves and to try to advance my life. That, that was what I used for inspiration. It wasn't until I went through the self-discovery self-analysis process. And I learned about the law of attraction that I started to pick up on patterns within myself and start to connect dots on how I was keeping myself confined and creating a future for myself that looked much like the past that I didn't want, but because that's where my focus was. Even when I would create some change in my life, I struggled to make lasting change and I couldn't for the life of me understand why. And it's because I wasn't focused on the right things. And I am totally aware of that now. If I deeply desired freedom, passion, love, and peace, I had to focus on those things. Otherwise they would continue to just be out of my reach or things that I would experience, but they would be quick to run out. It wasn't until I got super clear on what I wanted that I was able to start making better decisions that aligned with the life that I envisioned. I realized that the longer I remained vague and 
non-specific about what I wanted, the longer that I would go feeling unfulfilled. And remember when you feel an emotion for long enough, it becomes your mood. And if that mood is maintained long enough, that becomes your temperament, which means it becomes a part of your personality. And I was not here for that. I realized that not choosing to get clear on what I wanted in my life. So not just who I wanted to be with the personality, but what I wanted in my life, it was the equivalent of just choosing to give up or to relinquish creative power over my life. Remember what you seek is seeking you. If you want more love, you have to give more love. If you want more passion, you have to be a match. So as this knowledge and understanding truly started to develop within me, I realized I had to define what I wanted so that I could shift my focus from what I didn't want to what I did want so that as I advanced in life, my conditions could truly begin to transform. And I have to tell you that shift was so powerful because when you're doing things, trying in life and you're focused on doing it so that you don't have to be tied to what you're trying to forget and get away from, your motivation and your energy levels, they're just not the same, especially because it doesn't matter how well you do in life. There are always going to be obstacles and low seasons, right? But mindset is everything. And when you're going through something that's hard and what's been motivating you to keep going has been all hard shit too, it's compounding. It it doesn't have an energizing effect, okay? You don't have anything to help you neutralize the weight of the situation, which for me meant moving even slower towards my goals and my wants. That little shift in perspective, focusing on what my life will look like, what I'm going to be doing and knowing and in my body, how good it's going to be, not only just began to give me juice to make moves, but it made getting through those dark seasons easier because my mindset was able to offset what was taking place around me. And I don't know if that makes sense, but I really hope that it does. And it's for this reason that I believe attention is our literal superpower. And it is exactly why I think it's so important to discuss and share because it's life-changing truly. Once you start to acquire evidence for yourself through experimenting with what you give your focus to, and you start seeing the things that you've manifested for yourself, through the self-reflection process, which is another reason why I'm so big on it. I swear to you, you just feel like you can conquer anything, which for me just adds to my peace of mind because with that peace comes a knowingness that no matter what happens in life, as long as I stay focused on what I want and it's backed with just this fierce faithfulness that I have cultivated, I will be just fine. And that is something that I truly wish for everyone to experience, but it has to be cultivated and defining your desire is step one. So again, I want to ask you, what is it that you desire most in life? Get specific. Notice if what you are thinking about causes a strong reaction in your body. If it doesn't, it's likely not it. And maybe you're like I was and you don't know what you want and that's okay. If whatever's coming up for you is just what you don't want, think about what would be the opposite of that. Once you've thought of those opposites, rank those opposites on a scale of one to 10. Like what thing stands out to you as being the most desirable thing that you could want in your life right now, this moment, today, that's where you want to start. 
And as much as you may feel the urge to want to focus on a couple of desires that come up, resist because you want as much manifesting power as possible. And if you're scattering your attention toward multiple things, you slow down the process tremendously. Remember small amounts of fire make small amounts of heat. If you want big change, it is the best to go all in on one thing at a time. So decide your one thing and make sure it stirs emotions in you from there. Once it's in your mind, it is time to clarify the vision and get specific. So for example, my desire, if you've been following me, is to live a life like Kris Jenner. That is what I am set on, okay? If that's what I have determined, I have to get clear on what living like Kris Jenner truly means to me. So okay, to me, it means having the freedom financially and otherwise to support and prioritize my family. It means being able to take my kids to school, pick them up, take them to their extracurricular activities, you know, support events for them, my romantic partner, whoever it is that I want to support without ever having to worry about whether I can afford it or if work will let me. If work will let me, other people will let me be there for my people that I care about. It means to me, work-life balance. So rather than a general statement, Start to paint a picture in your mind of your desire. After you have done that, and per Napoleon's great advice, define exactly what it would take to make that happen. So for me, if I want to live a life like Kris Jenner, I'm going to need financial freedom. Otherwise, I'm going to struggle to feel at peace with making myself available to my family and loved ones in such a way, right? So knowing that, I now need to determine how much money I'm going to need exactly to not only make ends meet, but to support the lifestyle. Okay. So what amount of money is it going to take to make your desire a reality? Once you determine that, decide what you will give in exchange. What are you going to do to get that amount of money? For example, I have decided that I'm creating an online coaching practice to help people with their mindset. So what kind of work are you going to do to attain your goal? From there, you make a plan for carrying out the desire. Now that you know what the vision is, you know what's required. It's time to determine which goals are going to help you make that vision come to life. If I need to be able to make a certain amount of money and I've determined that the income will come with coaching clients, I need to figure out how many hours of coaching I'll need per month, how many clients I'll need per month, how I'll be securing those clients, what marketing will be like. So many things, right? You have to figure out what all of your things are and then rank them in order of importance. From there, you're going to put everything that we just discussed together, clear and concise, in writing on a note card. The desire, the amount of money that you intend to acquire, what you intend to give, the plan, all of it. Doing this alone is going to be so beneficial to your success because writing goals down, A, it just focuses our attention and energy on what's most important. It helps remind us of what we're working towards, which can help keep us motivated when we're faced with challenges or setbacks, keeps us accountable for our progress. It helps us measure our progress and our success and boosts our self-confidence. Those benefits are already massive, right? But if you are someone who really wants to just amplify and increase your benefits even further, because why not, then I encourage you to consider reading the statement that is on your note card twice a day 
once in the morning upon waking and then once in the evening upon going to bed, just as Mr. Hill recommends in the book, seeing, feeling, and believing that you are already in possession of your desire so that you can reinforce and embed it into your subconscious mind, which truly just helps you to accelerate the manifestation process. Then once you've achieved that desire, because you are, okay, you're going to stay at it and you're going to be persistent. You move on to the next thing on your list. You attack it in the same way, giving it your full focus. See if your productivity doesn't increase. See if your stress isn't reduced. Your memory doesn't improve. Your creativity doesn't increase. Just see. Like I'm telling you, but also why take my word for it when you can see for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it in your IG story and tag me at Erica Shea. If you have not yet rated the show, please do so as it really goes a long way toward helping make it discoverable for others as they're searching for things to listen to. As always, I thank you for tuning in. Until next time, continue to show up for yourself in a major way.